for the first time I felt I couldn't come even close to being perfect. I just decided to let go and not try to be the best student in the class, but rather just listen and learn and understand and also in a way enjoy myself uh, without that pressure. That's Carla Gallardo, co-founder and CEO of Kuyana. Kuyana is a sustainable women's fashion brand based on the mantra, fewer, better. I'm Maureen Taylor, co-founder of SNP Communications. And in this episode, Think Like a Founder, I talk with Carla about her childhood in Ecuador, making her own clothes as a girl, her first job on Wall Street, and how she feels a responsibility to do good in the world. This is Think Like a Founder. Carla grew up in Ecuador, and she's still very close with her family there. Now, with a husband and two children of her own, family is one of the values that she holds near and dear. I asked her what other values drive her as a leader. We grew up in a home, and when I explain this in the context of Kuyana, our business, and a home of fewer better things. And that not only applies to things, but it also applies to our relationships, how we manage time, how we even carried our day to day at home. And it really is more about being intentional versus spreading ourselves thin. The values that I remember from being young and that have carried through all the way to my home today, generosity, I think the number one. And when I think of even my husband, that's one of the things that describes him. We didn't have a lot when we grew up, but whatever we had was shared. And I remember friends of my dad sometimes coming to borrow money and my dad would lend money when he didn't know if we were going to have enough for ourselves. And then there were also times of abundance and success in my father's career where we would have more, but we would share more. Key to share is kind of the first values because kind of grounds the underlying fundamentals of our home, which was always to do right by others, always just do the right thing. Our home was non-traditional. My mother passed away when we were very young. And so the values that really were present for us in our teen years and today are, are those values that my dad related to us. So the larger theme is doing the right thing, being generous, being thankful, and then pursuing excellence was the last one I'd like to share. And the reason for that is not because the goal is to be successful or, or rich. It really is because we were given an opportunity that, you know, not many people around us had, and that is an education, number one. You know, we were able to get a private education in Ecuador and then apply to colleges in the U.S. and then get scholarships and basically study abroad and now have the careers that we have. And my father was always very keen on us reaching these goals, but we didn't start from nothing, right? We, we had more than the average person in Ecuador, and, and we took that more as responsibility as opposed to taking it for granted. And so being excellent was more of a duty that, you know, we had to, we had to be great. We had to be exceptional. As a founder, you have to keep your values close because as your company grows, they will be tested again and again. It is a privilege to be able to work. And we do have a responsibility not to waste the privileges we have. So it's beautiful for a father to teach his children that. Carla wanted to make a difference, but never thought she'd end up in fashion. 
if you would have asked me when I was a kid, even all the way up to when I was 21, will you, what are you going to be when you grow up? I would have never said anything related to fashion. Part of growing up in Ecuador, you know, there are kind of these few careers that are the careers of success, like doctor, lawyer, etc. And so I went for the doctor route, but because I love children, I wanted to be a pediatrician. And for 12 years, this is what, you know, I said I will do. Yeah, 12 years. And it turns out that once I got to college and I had the opportunity to study chemistry, biology, etc., I realized that I was not going to be a great doctor because I had really, I have really bad memory. And I just couldn't, couldn't remember, not even for the exam. And I would always try to remember through logic and so, you know, I realized it's not for me. <laughs> I won't get there. And I quickly switched gears again, trying to be excellent and searching for perfection. I switched gears to then my natural tendency, which were numbers, and they still are. So I ended up pursuing a math degree. And that math degree, and things are more black and white, and I did great. And then I ended up in finance. And so fast forward, I was sitting at a job in Wall Street, which for me was military training to whatever I would do later. It was the best. I would do it all over again. And I had an amazing manager who I still keep in touch with. He was my teacher. I learned so much there. But my side passion was fashion always. And it came to a moment in time where I realized that it was time to pursue that and figure out how I could merge both worlds. And that's my journey towards fashion got started. Before attending Stanford to pursue an MBA, Carla worked at Goldman Sachs. And during this time, her love for fashion never faded. Like so many other founders, her passion persisted and the idea for Kiana started to grow. Fashion has been a part of my life in different ways. When I was young, I've always loved clothes and dressing myself and kind of expressing my personality through clothing. In Ecuador, shopping isn't a thing, going out shopping. There aren't many stores, there aren't, there aren't options. And so I used to buy fabric and take it to the seamstress and we would make outfits together from American magazines that I would collect. I did that basically until I was 18 years old and I would see that in the US, the style would be low rise jeans and in Ecuador, we only were, we're still kind of only having access to high rise jeans. And so we would buy the high rise jeans and take them to the tailor and she would cut it and make it low rise. <laughs> like, that's kind of what, how I was exposed and how I made fashion a thing for me. And then in university, you know, I was going through med school, then um, math, and, but I still loved fashion. And um, across the street is Rhode Island School of Design. And I would just watch the fashion designers and I yearned to be one of them. But I thought I just wasn't creative. I didn't have the talent. I dared to try to see if I could uh, do a transfer there, but they asked me for a portfolio and I was like, okay, there's just no way <laughs> I'll ever be a fashion designer. So just fashion isn't for me. But then when I was at Goldman, really getting deep into what is it that I want to do when I grow up. And um, I knew I wanted to do right by people, right? Just again, those values from home. I wanted to do something bigger for the world. And then, you know, I thought it will be amazing if I could do that and incorporate it to my greatest hobby, which was fashion. And that's how I started to think about the opportunities of how we could blend the two and the raw idea of Kuyana came up back then, this is 2004, 2005, where I realized that the connection between the consumers in America that had access to volumes just 
wasn't as strong with their products in the way that the connection existed in in Ecuador where 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 I grew up where everything you buy is an investment and you you look forward to it and you have it and then you take care of it right and um I didn't see that connection now uh, here so an idea came up back then and that's how I moved on to applying to business school to make it a reality Carla ended up at Stanford where she met her co-founder Shilpa Shaw. While working on an MBA project together, they realized they had similar values and truly respected each other, which is essential for any co-founder relationship. From that day on, their relationship has grown and evolved. I really had enjoyed working with her because I thought she was an incredible creative. And back then I thought that I did not know how to create, and I thought that as i was starting kuyana i thought that that would be the perfect partner for me because back then i saw myself as the numbers person as the logical person and i didn't think that my other side of the brain was you know had matured to that level and so somebody like shilpa could really complement me but then more importantly we really connected as people she comes from an immigrant family hard working relentless and a lot of the values that i had at home are values that i saw she had in her own home you know as you say building a company is basically getting married and uh, you know we joke around that i'm her wife and that she's my wife but it really is that when i thought of okay i want to work with somebody i don't want to do this alone as with any co-founder relationship their dynamic changed over time carla is now the ceo and shilpa is the cxo chief experience officer, focusing more on the customer experience. We went from being partners, deciding on everything together, to then transitioning to me being the CEO. And in a way, you know, Shilpa reporting into me, that was a hard transition. And it took a while to get used to that dynamic. Now, you know, we're at a place where um, we have a, a little bit even of a different relationship where Shilpa's focused on very specific efforts in the company and not as much in the day-to-day of the company right but we continue to be co-founders and so it's really evolved through time as kiana has grown and carla's role has shifted she's found that you need to strike a balance between the emotional and the logical aspects of running a business when you're creating something from scratch it is emotional we're building a brand it has to be emotional it has to and so the decisions around that have to be emotional but then i have my other side of my brain that's about logic they clash many times it just clashes the logical decision doesn't agree with the emotional decision and that's when it becomes hard and i think what's the hardest about that is that many times i have to make these decisions in front of my team in front of others that are searching for clarity and direction it's tough i've gone through waves where i think logic trumps emotion and then there are other times where emotion trumps logic and so it definitely is a balance when you think of kuyana where i'm an emotional brand in the outside but internally how we get to express ourselves in in the way we do externally is that inside a lot of the brand is run very logically we have a supply chain that's built to be lean and fast and smart there's numbers behind what we do we test before we go big there's just a lot of logic in how we've built the business but we have to also think about the brand and how do we 
express it in a way that our customers connect with it. And so the emotional decision of how we present our product, how we present a collection really matters. But what drives that is our employees' emotions around what we're putting to market. And leading through empathy and the ability to express passion and just be emotional and authentic, a really important thing as a leader Sometimes I've made wrong decisions because of emotion, but most of the time has been very powerful in building a company where we are putting out there what we truly believe internally. It becomes very powerful to motivate employees in that way so that they can then create and put product to market. So it's been an interesting journey where I've gone from being very logical to now allowing myself to use my emotion to express to my employees who then get excited or get upset, then that creates its own magic. (laughs) I've always said that being a founder is like being an artist. There's something that compels you beyond just a career. Even if it's a windy road until you find exactly what you're looking for, you're compelled. I asked Carla what advice she had for others who felt the same. It's not easy. Letting go, (laughs) and perhaps this only applies to those personalities that are like mine, where I was afraid of taking risks. I felt I had a duty to do well, and there were just so many constraints to just let it go. And that allowed me to create because with all the constraints, it is hard to create. I was blocked. I knew I wanted to do something. I didn't know what it was. I couldn't get to it. I thought I couldn't create something from scratch. Letting go really helped. The way that I was also, by the way, allowed to let go is that I had a timeline. And I think at least that gave me a sense of constraint that I wasn't just going to go crazy. I wasn't going to turn into an artist. I didn't just like jump into the ocean. I had a timeline. I saved money to get me through the timeline. And then it was just like, go for it. Allowing for that risk, but still kind of have an end to it is what helped me break that block that I had. (laughs) You talk about being very driven and having a sense of responsibility to work hard. You also talk about being OCD and that expectation on yourself to be perfect. While you were at Stanford, that way of thinking was interrupted. Tell us what happened. For the first time, I felt I couldn't come even close to being perfect. My whole education was around numbers. My time at Goldman was around numbers. And here I was at Stanford sitting in this classroom with with all of these very intelligent people who were incredibly eloquent and articulate and could voice opinions, could read a case study and just express themselves. And that side of my brain wasn't really trained yet. And I knew that catching up during the intensity that business school is just wasn't going to happen. And I just decided to let go and not try to be the best student in the class, but rather just listen and learn and understand and also in a way enjoy myself uh, without that pressure. And it really helped to actually develop a side of me that I wouldn't have dared to try creating from scratch. And I frankly think that a lot of Kuyana's best fundamentals were created thanks to this time at Stanford where I wasn't pushing myself to be great and where I started to train my creative side of my brain and just tried new things because it turns out that it's a muscle too. And now I do consider myself a creative. This 
brand has been built from scratch and it's something meaningful and our customers love it. Business school for me at the beginning was the moment where I would go and meet people, form a network that thought would help me later, learn the 101 of how to build a business. But as I look back today, one of the most extraordinary things about business school for me was the fact that I was allowed to devote time to develop myself in an area that I thought I wasn't good at. And because I always tried to maximize my time and do things right, I wouldn't have taken that chance before. <laughs> but that's what happened. And I'm so grateful for it. I think this kind of pursuit of excellence maybe evolved inside of me into being just kind of doing everything perfectly and achieving perfect results and just knowing what's right and what's not and just always trying to kind of get to perfection. I also like to be very organized at home. And so <laughs> when you come to my house, everything is lined up. Everything is like perfectly clean. But I do have some secret drawers that are my stash drawers. <laughs> Extremely embarrassingly OCD. Yes, my son actually takes after me and he's going to turn four soon. And it's just embarrassing how he lines up his... I think it's great, but my husband thinks it's embarrassing. He lines up his toys and sometimes even sorts them by color. And he doesn't go to sleep until his room is tidy. It's impossible to predict the future. Just look at how 2020 has been so far. As leaders, we all have to navigate uncertainty and dance with ambiguity. I was curious where Carla saw herself in 10 years. Oshmo, you asked me this at like the craziest time of life. I had a hard pregnancy, uh, gave birth too early, hospital for a very long time, came out, corona, riots, stores being looted. It's been a crazy time. How I think of ourselves in nine, 10 years, that question this year is a crazy question because this year everything is changing. It will be in a positive place come 2021, or at least on its way to being in a, in a better place. But there's going to be so much change that finally happens. I don't know what's going to happen in nine to 10 years. Where I hope I'll be is continuing to be a part of this brand because this brand is about all the things that we're seeing go wrong in the world. This brand is about inclusion and giving access to everybody to high quality products. This brand is about being friendly to the planet and being sustainable. This brand is about being intentional and focused. And so if in 10 years I continue to have the opportunity to being a part of this brand and having this brand touch more lives in the world, I'll be in a pretty happy place. That's my hope. That was Carla Gallardo, co-founder of Kiwana. Kiwana is a woman's clothing brand that focuses on doing fewer things better. They believe in sustainable fashion throughout the entire process, from design to manufacturing to retail and resale. On the next episode of Think Like a Founder, I talk with Justin Fishner Wolfson, co-founder of 137 Ventures. We talk about his grandfather's work at the New York Stock Exchange, building a team with the right people, and how he got his first taste for venture capital while working at Founders Fund with friends from Stanford. I'm Maureen Taylor. This is Think Like a Founder. Thanks for listening. 
Think Like a Founder is produced by SNP Communications in San Francisco, California. Learn more by visiting us at snpnet.com or connect with me, Maureen Taylor, on LinkedIn to continue the conversation there. Series producer is Roisin Hunt. Sound design by Mark Ream. Creative producer, Eli Shell. Content and scripting by Mike Sullivan. Production coordination, Natasha Thomas. Thanks also to Selena, Persiani Shell, John Hughes, and Ren Vara. This is Think Like a Founder.